Welcome to Nerd Talk, the podcast that talks about everything nerdy. I'm your host, Jordan Halstead, and each week, me and my friends will be discussing some of our favorite topics. We're talking superheroes, Star Wars, Pokemon, Harry Potter, and that's just to name a few. You don't want to miss out on this because this is Nerd Talk. Hey guys, and welcome back to Nerd Talk. This week, I've got Mike and Will coming back with me. We're going to give our predictions and thoughts. So guys, thank you so much for joining me as we are going to be talking about a little bit of Eternals, a little bit of Hawkeye, a little bit of Spider-Man, No Way Home, um, and then kind of whatever else may end up just kind of coming from these conversations. So guys, thank you so much for being a part of this. Thanks for having us. Of course. Absolutely, man. You know me? <laughs> absolutely. I'm down for this. M- MCU nerds to... For life. I know. I started thinking about that. I saw you went to Cincinnati Comic Expo a couple weeks ago, and I was just like, man, I miss those days when you and I were going to conventions or running into each other at stuff, and we're like, hey, did you go see this new movie? Or we'd catch up and things. I was like, oh, man. So that's what I love about this is we can talk about these movies. We can discuss what our thoughts are. We can talk about just a little bit of everything. So, um, And now it's not yeah. just me and one person. It's me and quite a few guys. Um, and so it's, it's been really cool to do this. So Indeed, I'm going to start your own with... Team. I'm going to start with uh, Eternals, because um, Eternals comes out next month. Um, so what what are your guys' thoughts on the rumors and the trailers of Eternals so far? Uh, have you Are you excited for this movie? Are you not? What, what are your thoughts? Let's start with Micah. Yeah, I think, um, honestly, I think it's going to be a dark horse. Like We don't know much about it, but I think it's going to be a really good film. And um, it's going to be so good that we didn't see it coming. Do you Do you think that they will do... Um, something that will just be a, a straight knockout of the park, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy, or is it going to be a little bit more subtle? What, where do you think they'll go with that? I'm hoping it's more like Guardians, uh, not in the, not in the sense of it's exactly the same, but like kind of like how people wasn't expecting Guardians to be as good as it was, and then everybody just loved it. I think this is going to be similar to that. Also, I think um. Got a little bit of an X Men flair to it after watching some of the trailers. Um, I kind of get that X Men vibe to it. Yeah, I started to notice that. I'm excited to see kind of where they're going with it. Um, and from what I'm I've heard, picking up some Inhumans vibes <laughs> based on what I'm seeing. Yeah, the, I, I, the... I see. I see a little bit of both with yeah. that. Um, I'm hoping that for like what they're gonna do is they're gonna just create their own thing but i don't know if it's going to be like a a one-off movie or if they're going to build a whole series um i don't know much about the eternals so uh but will what about you you said you got some uh, human vibes but uh you know a little bit more about these guys right no oh (laughs) um not at all um sorry if that was super loud um but i mean just like the guardians of the galaxy like an ant-man in phase two like marvel can not necessarily not do any wrong but like even like their bad movies are like a c c plus at tops maybe maybe like maybe just scoot it past with a d it's it's passable i mean we see some of the humor with some of these trailers but i think there's some more grand scale mcu like um lore that we're gonna get that we haven't seen because i know uh we've seen the celestials uh and that's who it is, the giant robots, right? Uh, yeah. Or the giant, like, mechs that were shown in Guardians of the Galaxy. We just haven't got a lot of the space stuff. Like, I mean, Guardians ease us into it. 
and the internals are kind of like Jack Kirby's baby over there. Like just a a part. What a little bit I do know about him is that that and based on the trailers, it's just like they've been kind of watching over us. They've been told they can't interfere, and if they couldn't interfere with Thanos, you know the guy who wiped out half of the universe, what? what is coming what are they supposed to interfere with is is it going to be kang is it uh an evil victor von doom fing fang foom and the Kaluans? is it going to uh, be galactus bum, bum, bum. yeah uh or uh i think their their big deal is the um ah uh, the cuz thanos is one uh i i would just love love a like a throwback scene of just uh, what 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 do what do they fight? Deviants. They say it. In the, Deviants. Thank you. Uh, Thanos oh, is te- te- are technically a, is technically a de- deviant. At least he was in the comics, but they've also deviated from that. Um, so it'd be cool just to see a lot of flashback and just and be like, oh hey, like why weren't you there? Or like were they kind of like did you did you guys ever watch Fringe at all or like Lost? No, I've seen a little bit of Lost. Right. Okay, so are you familiar with Jacob at least? Mm-hmm. Regardless, I, it would be cool, like similar to the Watcher, watching all the stuff in What If. It'd be cool if, like, they were always there, like just seeing scenes from a different point of view, kind of like in how how they retconned in Far From Home, like that. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was there at Civil War, and he was the one that made that technology. It'd just be cool to see, like, oh hey, like we were there at all the important moments, like we like nudged things over just so like Captain America or Tony Stark or like that element could be dis- discovered, or like the Pym particle could come back, or that time travel could be discovered stuff of that sort since they can't officially get involved but i mean the most the thing i'm most excited for is to see kumal nanjiani uh like just freaking kill it i mean they're turning all these funny guys into jacked uh superheroes over here uh and he's had a great journey i just like to see him uh wreck some stuff and hope i hope with just that big team that he doesn't get overshadowed but i am hogging this i feel like i'm rambling jordan and mike uh, that's good from the I I think, I think that you brought some really good stuff, so I'm not I'm not gonna I'll I'll go like this uh, with with my hand just so that way okay. you know when. But I think you're you're hitting the right spot. Seeing some of those actors, I'm definitely excited about that. What about you, Micah? I was gonna I was gonna say that like you nailed it on the head. Like there's not much to be said or that we know about this, right? We don't know about the the Eternals. We know I know very little from the research I've done and from the readings that I've done, and like. We know they're a race of people. We know that two of them of that race are the parents of Thanos. Like Will said, why? Why? <laughs> why um, did they have to stay away? And why couldn't they get in the middle of Infinity War or Endgame? Or why couldn't they get involved with the things that are going on on Earth? And now, all of a sudden, why can they? Right? And try to save the day. So, there's just a lot of questions that need to be answered, and I'm hoping that we'll get them when the movie comes out. Yeah, I th- I'm excited to kind of see, and I don't know where they're going to go. Um, I've already seen a few rumors um, that the Black Knight is going to show back up uh, later. Um, and the Black Knight is Kit Harrington, right? Is that who's playing Black yep. Knight? Yep, Jon Snow. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, from Guardians, or, or not Guardians, uh, Game of Thrones. Guardians of the Thrones. Yeah, Guardians of the Thrones, dude. I uh, I've got one episode left uh, in that that series that I've been I'm like on the last episode I'm like I'm probably gonna watch it later tonight just to finish the series, um, but I, I'm excited because as we're kind of gearing up for this I'm like I don't know if you could have chosen a better guy like this this actor for this role and then um, who did you say uh, Kamal N- N- Nanjiani Nanjiani was that the guy from big, the Big Sick 
the big sick uh silicon valley yeah he's been he's he's been in a lot of stuff i just know him from from the big sick because i really really enjoyed that one stuber stuber uh, he hung out with drax the destroyer that was another good one and so like to see some of those guys sorry what was that also in men in black international gotcha uh, but you've got some of these guys, and then you've got like Angelina Jolie coming in, and then uh, I'm gonna slaughter her name, Sol- Salma Her Halleck. Yeah, uh, I- Salma Hayek. Hayek. Salma Hayek. Yeah. Um, she coming yeah. in like I'm super super excited because they've got some people who can bring comedy just very naturally. Like seeing some of their stuff, I'm like, okay, these will, these will be good guys to bring in. But then you're gonna see them as warriors as well, and I'm really really excited just with where they're going, with how they're gonna handle some of this stuff. I think all the way around, this is going to be a really good movie, and I'm excited about it. So, uh, with there being roughly ten uh, Eternal characters, do you feel like it's going to flow naturally, or that it's going to be overstuffed? Because we kind of saw, if it's on a shorter end, you're not going to get near as much character development. And and this is a group of people we've never seen before, so it's not like uh, Avengers, where they've all had their own movies, and they all came together, and so like you already have the backstory, now you're just seeing how they mesh together you're having 10 different characters that you're going to have to attach yourself to in different ways or try and figure it all out. Do you think that it's going to be overstuffed or it's going to flow really well? Uh, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take this one. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's too, it's too hard to tell. I mean, based on the scenes we've seen in trailers, it looks like they, everybody's going to hopefully have a moment, like even black Knight and all that stuff. I mean, in end game, do I mean, Say what you will. Some people, uh, even like the nitpickers, will find problems. But like, I feel like everybody had a moment to shine in that, and there was like what forty plus characters. Yeah, it was and even like side crazy. characters. Like we had like freaking Sean Gunn was there for like a second. Like, yeah, was he instrumental in the whole movie? Did he need to be there? No, but like just for paying off and like supporting that guy or just like supporting Guardians of the Galaxy, he's there. Howard the Duck was in the final battle randomly. He's in What If and. I'm not going to spoil too much of what if because it just finished this week, and I don't think we're that's any. We'll be hitting any that topics, in a future like, episode, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that in a future episode. But like, they for like a half hour, they were able to. I mean, granted, the show built all of them up separately, all the characters. But if you just watch the finale, it was just some cliff notes, knowing about what was going to go on. Like, I feel like every person got a moment to shine, got some combo moves. I'm just going to zip my lips right there. But like, everybody had a moment to shine there, so. Yeah, that's a different format uh, and some some different circumstances. But I, I mean, similar to what I said, Marvel has proven time and time again. I mean, we, we people were worried about the Guardians of the Galaxy, and yeah, that's half as small. But like, it introduces us to the Nova Corps, Rocket and Groot, uh, the whole concept of Thanos, Nebula, the Ravagers, Groot. Groot. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing, man. It was just it was a whole lot. <laughs> so if they can do that. And explain all this like quantum nonsense and Wanda and everything going on with the multiverse. I think they can do this, but I think we may lose some normies in the process. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I I think you're you're right there. I think it's going to be one of those difficult uphill battles for people who don't know these characters. Um, and and as Micah said, like it was a it was a great film for Guardians of the Galaxy in it. And it helped with a lot of people who had no idea who these people are. And they're like, oh, hey, like, here's the Guardians. Like, let's push them. And like, and it, it kept building this awesome process. And now that we're 25 movies in, this is or, uh, chapter 26 in, in their series. Now we got to figure out, okay, is it going to be a good hit? Or is it going to be one of those movies that's kind of going to get swept under the rug? Um, what about you, Micah? I, 
I kind of want to push back a little bit on what Will said. Like, yes, Endgame had everybody in Endgame had their moment to shine, but like, I don't know anything about any of these people, <laughs> right? Going into this movie, right? So, like, I think that you know, Mar- it's Marvel, right? They're not going to screw this up. I mean, <laughs> if they do, it's going to be like, yeah, this isn't DC try- Comics, right? Right, they're gonna have to try really, really, really hard, right, to screw this up. But I think like Will's point, forty people versus ten, like I think that everybody's gonna have their moment to shine, but I think they're gonna have to do a good job of layering. I think they're gonna have to do a good job of like defining who each character is and what they do and what they bring to the table. And they're gonna have to again do that, like, you know, as we're gonna talk about Spider Man No Way Home in a little bit, they're gonna have to time it perfectly because there's only so much you can do in two hours of a film right? Two and a half hours, two hours, however long it is. Um, I think it's built right around two and a half or two, two hours and 40 minutes, but like there's just only so much time in each film that you can put stuff. So like you're introducing 10 brand new characters, a brand new race, a brand new theme, a brand new concept into the MCU. And we got to figure it out in you know, two hours. So yeah, I'm sure they won't let us down. No, I I don't (laughs) think so either. I just wonder if we're going to know anything about Shang-Chi, did we? Right? Do what? Didn't know anything about Shang Chi going into Shang Chi? I didn't right? know it. I didn't know right. a single thing about him. I didn't like all. No, I, I haven't was, seen it yet. He was Again, like the Asian character, and I was like, okay, like I'll just see what it is. And now I still claim top five movies. Like it's in my top five of the Marvel Cinematic. For nothing years. but good things. It's phenomenal. It's it's probably the best out of. Uh, I mean, besides Cap and What If, uh, it's I probably the best out of Phase Four. Well, it is. I, I won't say too much. It's still. No, I, yeah, yeah. I just haven't had time. All right, hey, life happens. We get it. And what if I'm I'm two episodes behind? What if I still have two more to go? All right, so that'll be a good marathon tonight. Yeah, <laughs> after this, and then we'll prep for for getting a what if episode, and then we'll get the boys together. Um, so with the Eternals, who are you most excited to see, character wise, and then actor wise? We started talking about this a little bit with the actors that we're excited to see some of them, but who specifically are you most excited to see out of them all? So out of the trailer, I want to see Brian Henry because I think he's hilarious. Like just seeing the trailer, um, when um, Richard Madden uh, breaks the table and he goes, "Boy, that's a nice table," and he's like, "IKEA special fall collection of 2020 or whatever." I just I pop for that every time I see the trailer, um, because there's an IKEA 15 minutes down the road from my house. Nice. But like, and I get how cheap some of the furniture is, and you know the whole vibe of IKEA. But I just thought that that was funny, and I also put, um, I'm gonna butcher her name, so I'm. Uh, Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. You just look like she's going to be a player, right? In the trailer, I thought that she looked really cool. So I want to see her rodeo. I want to see her do rodeo. If she's going to dress like a cowgirl, I want to see her in a rodeo, like when they're recruiting everybody. Like that's where I want to see her, and then I want to see a recreation of Too Fast, Too Furious with Richard Madden recruiting her, and they're like they're fighting in the sand or whatever. That's what I want to see. Oh, it's stupid. That was stupid. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But I mean, part of the trailer shows that they're going to have to get everybody kind of like in MacGruber or like in any 80s action movie going like, oh, hey, you SOB. Let's let's hang out. Let's like let's get the team back together we're, or like Ocean's Eleven and all that. Like we're going to get the recruitment scene. So and just and that's another point with the even though we're off that topic, just everybody in Ocean's Eleven and then 12, 13, like every time they added more p- people to it or like subtract got it down, everybody like has their strengths like. Richard Madden's I'm sorry, I just like hijacked the podcast from you there for a second, Jordan. But like no, Richard good. Madden, I, I'm I mean, he's the leader, obviously, and he's getting a lot of Superman parallels in the trailer. I, I mean, and there's so many things going on with him. I, I mean, he looks like a 
bad A fighter. And hey, he said he wants to take over uh, for the Avengers since uh, Stark and Cap are gone. So if he is a, I I, I want to see that resume build up in this movie for him. But some high. The the more I've been looking at him, I feel like he's going to be more of a Thor. Like the ego, like early Thor. The ego is big. Oh, I got this. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, but I I totally see where you're going with some of that, and I'm I'm excited to see. Because if even if this is a one-off movie, just to introduce them and them show up as background characters, I would love to see some of that. Um, is there anyone else you're excited to see come in? I was gonna say, or or he could be ego. Boom! <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I mean, I already brought Kumail, uh, so I think he's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, some of these young up-and-comers, I mean, kid actors, I mean, we know, we've talked about Star Wars, uh, young Jake Lloyd, uh, are you an angel? As long as uh, those kids don't seem to, based on the little bit we've seen of them, uh, they, they can grow into the role similar to how Tom Holland did, but maybe even on a younger scale. Uh, those, they could be fun, but yeah, I, I'm not expecting like a, an Eternals like saga, but like, hey, we're gonna... In a couple of weeks, when we see this, uh, I'll be coming out and be like, "Oh, Jordan, what was I saying? I gotta see Eternals two, three, five right now! Like, bring them all out!" Yeah. Or Eternals meet Captain America, or meet the Wolfman, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be fun. I I know yeah. that like I'm really really excited to see uh, the Black Knight and Kit Harrington playing him. I'm excited um, also to see Sprite. Um, the more that I've been kind kind of like how you said the uh, the the younger characters and whatnot. Just to see like how she is, um, and and kind of where they're going with some of that, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be kind of cool because you do have a kid character in here, um, so then it's gonna relate a little, kind of more family centered, um, and then is it Phatos? Is that who uh, the IKEA guy is? Yep, Phatos. Yeah, I see Phatos. Phatos. Okay, Phatos. But maybe I, uh, either way. Yeah. Uh, so Phatos, I'm like really excited. Just like. I mean, for, for personal, I'm not excited for the fact that they're going to push an LGBTQ agenda. And, and nothing against the community. I just don't think that it's – just let it be natural. I feel like when we're pushing certain things, we just push. And I'm like, just let it come naturally. Like, if you if you feel that it is important yeah. to the story, just let it come naturally. I'm not, I'm not for it. I'm not against it. I'm just – if it's going to be there, just let it be a natural thing. Don't be like you have to push it. And don't – and, and from our side of the aisle, we also need to not read into things as much because they may be just trying to let it just naturally happen, and it just it unfortunately is not. Um, and and it's not like, like the Stucky fans or the yeah. Captain Carter and Nat fans right yeah. now. And 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 right yeah. now, I, it's not a hey, I'm pro or against. It is just a for a storytelling driven purpose. Do not shove it down my throat, but I'm not going to go in and and try and blow it up either. Like just let's just. If you're going to tell a story, tell the best story that you can. Don't push an agenda, whether it's political, uh, religious, anything like that. Like, don't, don't, don't push an agenda on me. Just tell an amazing story, which is I hope is what's going to happen here. Any other thoughts regarding Eternals? Uh, I mean, bring on Brovember. That's a good way to kick it off. You guys, do you guys have an opinion on why, or like a hypothesis or a guess as to why to stay out of it, like the? The Marvel thing and the Infinity War, the Endgame battle, all that stuff. Do you have a based have on a trailers and Lego sets? Because me and Jordan have been talking about Lego sets. Uh, they had the big celestial, and when they say there's, because someone does ask them in like the, the last trailer, why were you asked to stay out? And it's just the celestial head, no answer. So it's got to be some grand scale thing that is leading into Phase Four stuff. 
And, they, and they, I think they said also like the snap bringing everybody back and just all those snaps in like five years. It was not supposed to happen in one. Oh, what is that? Is that Starbright or oh, Eternals? It's it's Eternals. Uh, Angelina. Sorry, I was showing my Legos now? for those of you who can't see. I've got, I've got some of the Eternals in Lego format already. Here at the Nerd Talk podcast, we like to do all kinds of visual jokes while we're not a uh, uh, yeah. Well, we don't video, video it. We just we just do audio. <laughs> yeah, just audio at the moment, but. <laughs> but maybe all that radiation on Earth, and then also the Ten Rings being activated by Shang Chi. Just so many factors Ooh, are coming into play. I didn't even play. think about that. Like maybe, oh, I didn't even think about that portion. It just all of it. it maybe there's some multiversal battle world uh, from Secret Wars coming, and they need to prevent it or prevent a new Celestial from being born. Almost like a. It would be. I I have no doubt the MCU could do it better, but. Transformers 5, a silly plot point is that Earth is a giant Transformer. It's supposed to be Unicron, but if Optimus and all these knights can stop it in time, uh, Earth will stay the same, and no, and not everybody on Earth will die. Uh, so I think there's something going on with that. That's just b- based on just some context clues and some stuff going on with that. That's yeah, so like, like in, the, in the trailer, they, they talk about, you know, we had to stay out of it until now, and even in like the trailer, they show Earth, like when things are getting snapped back into existence. So they're kind of like looking from the distance going, okay, we have to go now. We have to go help and figure out what's going on. They said something to the effect of like some energy. There's enough energy has now come from all those snaps and everybody coming back that like, we need to get involved now or else like everybody's screwed. So I'll let the movie tell us, but uh, I, 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 I'm not an internals, uh, expert or theorist over here uh, even uh, except on the jordan po- uh, holstead podcast of course yeah but so i, I just uh, go ahead so who knows maybe maybe that's on purpose right this is a right. one of the this is a movie that we know nothing about and maybe they're trying to change it up a little bit and then like give it, keep it us on our heels indeed we know nothing john snow absolutely i <laughs> i'm just trying to michael roll his eyes <laughs> my, my one thing that i'm trying to figure out with this whole thing is will we stop seeing like threats that are uh world ending threats like i feel like every single superhero movie is now this world ending threat um like when you start looking at certain things and then there's spider-man where he's like the only one that's not a world ending threat <laughs> like he takes on like the neighborhood villains or like he goes on a so like he took out vulture well vulture was not some like world mastermind um uh mysterio was was getting a hold of something that could have helped him in longer scheme but in reality it wasn't this like terrible thing and then like the eternals that's going to be a world threat shang chi was a world threat uh even black widow you had the red room and they were taking people over uh and and changing things i'm just kind of confused with some of it and i'm just trying to figure out which way they're going to go so that's my last thought we're going to move forward into our next uh mcu project which is hawkeye i'm really really excited about this one um uh before i get to some of these questions i'm just really excited because you know you've had every avenger except for hawkeye has had their own solo outing so far um the hulk even though it wasn't mark ruffalo had his in the in phase one iron man had iron man one two three cap had three movies thor had three movies uh and then black widow ended up having a movie in phase four where Hawkeye's had nothing. He's kind of been tossed to the side. He's not well, the Avenger um, per se. Like he's he's the family man. He he's kind of done his own thing. And 
and he had a really really good story arc i think in endgame he just was done very very well there and where he wasn't in infinity war and i i don't know if that was on purpose if that was contractual obligations things like that i don't know why they didn't use him there but uh but when they brought him back i'm like okay i want to see because he survived I want to see where they're going to take him next. And so I'm really, really excited about this because I've heard that they're going to adapt a few uh, specific uh, comics in here. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. So the first question I've got for you guys with Hawkeye is, what are your thoughts about it being set at Christmas? The last Christmas movie for the uh, the MCU was Iron Man 3. Um, and that was not the most well-perceived movie um, from Iron Man. Um, Iron Man 1 clearly still takes the cake. Um, there were there were some really good things about Iron Man three, but it felt very different. Like, hey, you shouldn't be doing what you were doing in some of your movie. Um, so, what are your guys' thoughts about with it being a Christmas setting? Well, all right, I'll take it again. Uh, I just okay. So, a big thing with the MCU is like, yes, yeah, sometimes like, especially when the Russos take over, it's just like giant print. Like, here's where we are year and all that. It, it, and it's just good to like set out the timeline. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the chronological order of things. I, I, I'm in it that it makes sense, but I'm glad to watch it in release order every time because that's the way I want a to. Theatrical order, yeah. So same here. Yeah, the theatrical order uh, rather than chronological because I've tried, I've tried, I've done it once and I'm like, it's okay, but I'd rather just watch it the way it was intended. Um, regardless, it's just good to see a passage of time from. Uh, where we left off and in game to now. I mean, yeah, we've seen some stuff right now, but like I WandaVision, it's kind of hard to tell how much time has passed. Like, yeah, they celebrated Halloween, but like, was that really Halloween or is it just Wanda wanting to do that at that time? Uh, and Falcon and Winter Soldier, like no, there's no distinct of holidays. It's just good to see time passing in their universe. Like rather than just being told uh, through some like sources or like us doing deep dives or grabbing like the visual novels or, or all that stuff. And they're like, Oh, this takes place at blah, blah, blah. in this date in this year. I mean, it has a chance to have some really fun stuff. And like you mentioned earlier, Hawkeye is the family man. And I would argue you said that he didn't really have a movie and he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't had a project except for this, but I would say like, he kind of steals Age of Ultron a little bit. It's actually the Age of Hawkeye, I've, regardless oh, I've of whether you like that or not. Feel that. I think, I think that each Avengers movie has kind of told a separate person's story. Like someone gets really big focus on uh, in each Avengers. I would argue that Avengers one was more of a Tony Stark story. Uh, now everyone had like their their piece to it, but there was right. so much influence from Iron Man. Um, and even Captain America, uh, that they had had like a leadership struggle a little bit, and then by the time you got to Age of Ultron, then that becomes the Hawkeye story, and then um, Infinity War and Endgame. Like Endgame was a, a very big Natasha story in the original group, but a lot of that was, was like focused on Cap and Natasha, and then bringing uh, Tony back. And I think each of them they they yeah. they've done very well with Skipped it. Infinity War. Do what? Did you skip Infinity War? Well, because I can't think of it at the moment who, who specifically Thor. got it. Yeah, I, w I would argue it, it was probably more of a Thor story. Because he, you know, everything that led up from Thor Ragnarok into Infinity War. Yeah, I, like I would the, give you that. Um, you know, he Stormbreaker, and then he goes back to Wakanda, and he's like, he's bring me Thanos, and he comes up short. But I think that's, yeah. I think, I, the I think that would be it. all have a moment in there, or have their own storyline going th throughout. Minus Hawkeye, though, because Hawkeye wasn't what? even in that film. Minus Hawkeye. 
So, Fine. I said, like I said, the big, the big three, the big three: Iron Man, Cap, uh, yeah. and Thor. Like yeah, yeah. Thor is going on his journey to get redemption after losing his people and his home twice. Tony is finally getting payoff for what he saw when he went through the portal, and then Cap is getting the redemption arc and getting back uh, some of the things he lost after Civil War. But Trying this is a Hawkeye moment now. So, but Hawkeye doesn't get that moment. So, uh, I mean, he got to retire and be with his family until dust. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, but I just just was wondering kind of what your guys' thoughts were with all of that. So, uh, what about you, Micah? What are your thoughts about it with Christmas? I had to think about like, and and until you mentioned it, Jordan, the the Iron Man three Christmas concept. Uh, I think it's cool. I mean, they're going to drop it what late November, and um, I think there's eight episodes, and it's going to lead right into Christmas. So, I think it's a cool idea. Um. You know, did Iron Man three as a Christmas you know, theme? I didn't even Christmas think time. about that. It it dropped in May, where yeah. where this one will drop in November and then lead up right lead right up to Christmas. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, nice. So that'll be cool. But but I also think like we're doing all these Disney Plus series and like they haven't done haven't really set a theme like time wise. Right, if that makes sense, like a season, like not a fall, not a winter, not a spring or summer. It's this one's probably the first, right? Would you? Is I, that accurate? I, yeah, it, it well kind of as Will was saying, it's kind of establishing somewhat of a timeline. Um, right, like, but I mean, like, like literal season of year. Oh like, yeah, no, we've first... we've never we've never seen other than Iron Man mm-hmm. specifically saying, "Hey, it, this is and Christmas. this is the first Disney Plus series where they're gonna a season which will indicate like end of Thanksgiving into Christmas." Well, yeah, because um, they they did have uh, uh, they did have what was it? It was uh, as Will said the the Halloween episode, but we don't know if that was actual Halloween or if it was just to to play into the the sitcom, Wandavision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Wandavision. Um, yeah, I, I'm thinking about it right now too. I'm just like going in my head. I think I, I mean, Agents of Shield, which is canon. I'm still fight. I'm going to fight you to the death on that, Jordan. <laughs> uh, listen, I uh, I claim it as I canon. Mean, I love it. I love Agents yeah. of Shield. I, I mean, that shows a progression of time, and some things are actually more relevant than that. But I can't say anything specifically says, "Oh, hey, like there's snow," or like, "Oh, hey, leaves are falling." Uh, I mean, the big thing for Agents of Shields is like it would acknowledge, okay, hey, Thor, Dark World happened. Oh, hey, the Hydra thing happened. Nothing, but like to add Micah's point, like yeah, like nothing besides this show recently has said this season's happening. Boom, like timeline going on. I mean, Spider Man a little bit with like the school year, but like it just seems like it was all over the place uh, in Homecoming. So I mean, that could be early fall, but like nothing says fall except oh hey the movie's called homecoming and we're going to a dance and we're going to the homecoming dance yeah that's they they didn't say like oh hey let's go to a football game or hey look the the leaves are changing yeah so we seen a boston superhero and and we can do a fall show that's all i'm saying what were you gonna say micah that's still not a disney plus series that hasn't i mean other than wandavision yeah they're all movies and stuff that you guys are talking about in series that aren't related to disney plus so yep yes if it's in disney plus's hands and they're doing it then great so i'm gonna i'm gonna switch over real quick to uh how do you guys feel about the rumors of him potentially going deaf in this this series so so there's this rumor yeah 
So there's a rumor that one of the one of the uh, I sent you the questions. Did you not read them over? Um, so one one of the questions. He's acting like he's death, Jordan. Oh, okay. <laughs> ha ha. On me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks. Uh, My man. But but anyways, uh, there's there's a comic line where where Hawkeye goes deaf, and I guess he's actually like is partially deaf in the comics and all that and so he he reads people's lips and he's he's got certain things i never knew that um and so when they said that they're gonna finally touch on that portion for him i'm like okay that'll be really cool so what are your guys thoughts on him being uh deaf or partially deaf i mean it'd be cool oh, sorry i just took over i just was so used to taking it after the last two mic i'm sorry you, you get dibs on the next one you get dibs on the next one because <laughs> I, I think because i want that question you want that the next one? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it would be cool just for the comic accurate nerds going like, mm, I wish you weren't deaf. Uh, it would be cool for that. It would, so it would silence all of them. Uh, and on the other hand, too, just I think a, a big thing Disney is trying to do with this phase four and at, at, towards the end of phase three is just like girl power, inclusion for everybody. And uh, Disney also produced uh, – this is off topic. Uh, I'll try, I, I'll try to ring it in, but th there was this new show on Hulu called only murders in this building produced by Disney and Fox and all that. And they just did a brilliant episode about this deaf kid who's like reading lips and it was like quiet throughout the whole episode. So like you saw from his perspective. So if, I mean, just seeing how well Disney did with that, if they can do that for like a Hawkeye episode where like he has to learn to start doing that stuff and learn to like not hear, or like do something of that sort. And uh, I mean, with some rumors that we're going to talk about later about another superhero who is handicapable, uh, I think that would be a way of building bridges and showing like, oh, hey, like, you don't have to have like all your uh, senses to be a superhero, if that makes sense, or just just more inclusion with that. Uh, but I, I will I'll stop it from there. You guys can take it from there. Honestly, I hadn't heard about it. Jordan sent us the questions like I hadn't heard that theory. So. Yeah, I'm, an inclusivity. I'm, from no, an inclusivity stance, like it would be, it would be a different approach for sure. So, I mean, obviously, they're not going to do a disservice if he, in fact, is partially deaf or deaf. I think it'll be really cool to, to like you said, that inclusion factor, um, where everything is is inclusive for gender and race and and sexual orientation, where we're we're including all that. I love the fact that we're going to potentially see. Disability. Disability. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I don't know. I don't think that we've ever really seen a lot of a lot of heroes. I mean, uh as as you said earlier, we're gonna talk about uh, a character with, with the disability in a little bit, um, being Daredevil, but you know, other than Daredevil, how many disabilities have we seen on screen? And even his disability, when you go back and watch the the old Ben Affleck movie, well with with his hearing it's like echolocation, he can see in his mind where everything is. Um and so they don't play into it the same way in the Netflix series, and we're going to see that. But I'm excited to see, you know, what is it going to look like when he can't hear things, and maybe he gets, he has to relearn how to do certain things, and he has to to train his body again. Um, and maybe we get to see this really cool like Rocky training montage, uh, just him shooting arrows or something like that, or like having to do all this and like adjust because he now can't hear. And I'm like, that would be really cool, kind of like how you were saying like the like getting the gang together situation, like bring back like some old eighties tropes and bring back like the, the training montage where he's going to have to literally go. And maybe 
just maybe we have a Haley Steinfeld song who maybe she helps write the song and performs it. And so Disney, you should be listening to me as I'm giving this one because Will's over there freaking out. And I'm just like, I'm going to give it to you here. She has a cover of Hearts on Fire from Rocky Four. I will absolutely lose my GD mind. I'm just saying. That would be fantastic. I, I think that would be amazing. And and just yes. to have some of that, or even if they just buy the rights of like Eye to the Tiger or something like that, and they just remix that or whatever, like it would just be really cool if like after a battle yeah, he yeah. like his ear bu- or his eardrums burst or something like that, and he has to relearn how to do certain things, and they just have this this quick sequence like that will be the coolest thing you could do with Hawkeye. Ear of the Hawkeye would yes. be yeah, ear, not Eye of the Tiger, ear of the Hawkeye. There we go. I I. I It'd be a cover. I mean, with that, uh, I, don't, I don't think you asked the question about this, or I don't pay attention. I'm sorry. I've been, had a very busy day when you sent me these, Jordan. But no, you're good. It's on the topic of music, the thing I am most hyped about about the show, like the show's already the best thing ever this year. Just kidding, but maybe not. Uh, Rogers the musical. I, was, I, I actually I hear, didn't have that on I, here, I but I was going to talk about it tomorrow. I was, I was going to ask I that. I was going to interject it real quick before we get to to Micah's question. So Micah, you don't have to start this, but thoughts on cap the musical like seeing that i'm so stoked for that and just to see like a hey we loved captain america because i i truly believe that cap is not done i think that that they will uh have sam cap and then steve cap i think there's going to be two caps at one point um even if he's like old man steve and he's like running shield operations or something like that like they they reorganize whatever they end up doing I think that'll be really cool, uh, especially now that we have this multiverse thing going on. Like, maybe him and Peggy, like, he told her, hey, like, Hydra infiltrated. And then, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. moving forward is now back in the fold, um, which I think would be a really cool way to kind of retcon some of the the failures that we had in the MCU by disbanding them so early on. Um, but what what are you thinking about uh, Cap the Musical, guys? I mean, I told you I was pretty hyped. I mean, I would love if they, like, they've been keeping their lips sealed and Lynn manuel Miranda was actually writing some songs uh, oh. since like they are obviously taking some inspiration from Hamilton because uh, I think it was like it came out like around the 4th of July like they were putting they put the Hamilton live performance like when they have with the original cast uh, but uh, you guys follow Boss Logic do you know who that is Micah the artist he does he's a graphic designer he you should follow him if you have Instagram he has some really cool covers and he does some really great artwork and graphic designing of like things he would like to see or just like early concepts I think he's done like it's either here or there, but he did like a, a nice mock-up of like Brooklyn the musical with like Cab just raising his shield over the star. Just uh, n- now to see that that Disney and Marvel is going like, oh ho, everybody like there's fifty thousand likes on Boss Logic's thing. Yes, do that, please. Throw it in the show. Why not? Like just the fact that like, they're taking some things. Just I, I, as long as the songs aren't like trash and like they're good, I'm down. I'm down for it. I want to see. I want to go to the multiverse and go see that musical. I'm gonna grab some water, guys. Micah, you take. Micah and Jordan, you take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> I was way too excited about that. He he is. He and he and I have had multiple conversations already about like, did you see this? Hey, did you pause it and see like who all's there and things like that? Like he gets so excited about it and I love it. So. I saw it and I'm like, I think it's cool. I think it'll be a cool concept if they do it and it's something different. I think that um it's like there's little nuggets that they put in all these different series and all these different shows and movies and like it just brings it back. I think what, I think one of the coolest things that could happen from this is if like he takes his kids to go see it, which is what we're already seeing in in the the trailer. But then like maybe a movie or two down the line, like 
hey, Spider-Man went and saw it. Hey, Doctor Strange went and saw it. And like they're like they start talking about the musical like did you did you enjoy that number where like Cap threw the shield up and then like Loki caught it or like like where they're just like where they make references to this and then the other thing I think will be really cool is uh, iTunes and and everything started pushing out the songs from like Wandavision, so yep. where they where they were pushing out all this this Disney Plus music like you can get the the Cap and or Falcon and Winter Soldier songs you can get all these songs and I think it'd be really cool if they like did a few different songs from that musical and just pushed them out just for just for audience sake just to have something really fun to listen to um and i think that'd be really really cool so i'm going to move into your question that you're really excited about so do you think clint will survive this series or do you think they're going to kill his character and micah go ahead bud well honestly i think he survives um a couple of reasons Simply because we don't know what's going to happen um, from the events of Black Widow. Spoiler alert, at the end of Black Widow in the post credit scene, it shows Elena and um, Val, um, who we're presuming to be uh, Jordan, Lady Hydra. Um, I think you put that out into the universe a couple of episodes back. Yep. Um, that post credit scene, she instructs Elena to, to kill Clint. Um, before the uh, tennis of questions, and I looked up the, the series, um, Lane is actually um, asked to be in all eight episodes of Hawkeye. So I don't know, like, if she's going to kill him, if she's not. But I also think, like, when does this series happen? And, like, what I mean by that is the timeline. Um, if you look at Black Widow, Black Widow happens, what, after Infinity War but before Endgame? Or, no, it's right before Infinity War. It's yeah, after it's, Civil War. It's after before Civil War Infinity before Infinity War. War. Directly after Civil War, that post credit scene takes place probably shortly after the in-game funerals and stuff. So, which is crazy, like to think in one movie, they they go from before Infinity War to the post credit scene being after Endgame uh, Natasha's funeral, because she's already dead at that point. So, um, I guess... Jordan, since you're the the great question asker and and sender of these questions, uh, I would throw the question back at you and ask you um, if he survives. Do you think you think that he turns Elena into a good person? I do. Why? So I think that I think so too. Like that's yeah, yeah. So I started thinking about this because I think that she's supposed to be in this series. Um, I think it's going to be a very star studded set. And whether whether she shows up for three minutes an episode or if she's there the whole episode holding his hand, like I don't know which way they're gonna go with it, but I truly believe that, um, like like you guys were saying earlier that Age of Ultron was a Hawkeye story. Um, what happened there? Well, he said, "You walk out those doors, you're an Avenger," and he just motivated in a certain way. And I think that he has a way of being realistic. Um. And and when they talk about his story with with uh, with Natasha, um, he helped change her. He helped give her that that spot where she could change. Um, he brought some of that aspect in, and I think that that's going to help change Yelena from, hey, I'm ready to murder you and join and be on this team, and this is what I do, and this is what I've been doing for years, and and this is what I need to do. To, you know, maybe I need to maybe I need to pick up the mantle and and be the new black widow maybe i need to be better than what i am maybe i need to fill a hole that is there 
Um, and I think he's, I think she is a good guy. Um, she, or at least she's, she's on the cusp of becoming one. Um, I think that the events of Black Widow helped show that. Um, she's hands down one of my favorite characters in that movie, but I think that there's a lot of room for growth and I'm excited to see where she's going to go. Cause I think she's going to become the new Black Widow. Um, moving forward I, I don't think that they're just going to leave that slots uh empty i think she's gonna i think there will even be a, a yelena black widow movie i think there will be like a black widow too where Some she point, is yeah. yeah or a disney plus series depending on how how they want to handle it um i think yeah. she um i think it'll be like kind of like what they did with um wandavision like you you knew agatha like it gets to the point like in i think episode seven where it was like it was agatha all along but there was just these little hints, right? And maybe it won't be like obviously you know why Elena's gonna be there if you're gonna if you you've watched Black Widow and you know the story. Like maybe it'll be like you said, Jordan, three minutes in each episode and like maybe she's stalking him and maybe she's like trying to sneak up on him and buy like episode six or seven, then, then there's the confrontation. Each other up. Yeah. There's that big confrontation and then you know, she finds out that, you know, he didn't kill she killed herself she sacrificed herself for the soul stone and then you know so here's here's my prediction on that i think she will have him dead to rights i think that she will have the knife at his neck and that is where he will say i didn't kill her i tried to give my life for her but you go ahead and kill me because i regret it every day of my life i think that's what's going to happen and that's i where... think he'll be like he'll be similar to captain america in the respective endgame like where I think Clint rides off into the sunset eventually and just you won't see him anymore. I don't know that it's going to happen yet, but I think that'll happen. I don't either. I'm just saying like eventually, like way down the road, like yeah. he, he'll phase himself out. I, th- you know? I think that, well, here's my, here's my thought uh, as, as this part, uh, as, as I see it ending with Hawkeye, I think what's going to happen is he's going to quit being Hawkeye and he will become Ronan and he will Ronan into it and then Ronan will only show up when necessary um and it'll be more focused on Kate Bishop um and so speaking of Kate Bishop uh what are your guys' thoughts on Haley Steinfeld joining the MCU as Kate Bishop Jeff's kiss Hello. wonderful choice I love Haley Steinfeld wow. she is the best ever wow. since uh Pitch Perfect 2 and I think Edge of 17 uh she's like so adorable uh of course she goes for the huge Star Wars nerds all of us nerds are like Hello there, Sir Haley Steinfeld. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And she's tall. She's a wonderful singer. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she was consulted for the Rogers musical. <laughs> um, and I, I, I don't know. I think she'll do a great job as Kate Bishop, though. I know they were kind of setting up Hawkeye's daughter. I don't know if that actress is butthurt about like, oh, why couldn't I be like Kate Bishop? And that could be an alias. But I, I mean, Haley's a wonderful actor. Uh, and uh, I think she'll bring a lot to the role. What about you, Micah? I'm excited. Again, it's similar to what we talked about with the Eternals, like new people. Um, Marvel can't do it wrong, right? <laughs> I just fair. feel like they keep introducing new stars, and that's that's a sign of a good movie. That's a sign of a good franchise. It's a sign of a good universe, series, all these things that we talk about every podcast. Like One of the great things that Marvel does is they – introduce new characters they're not afraid to introduce new characters and they give them a they give them a place and a space to grow as a character and nobody gets in the way of that if that makes sense like so you know tony you know iron man's not going to get all upset because they're they're bringing a kate bishop for 
Hawkeye because Hawkeye is its own little thing. It's its own little show. It's collectively, you know, a part of the MCU. And again, I just don't think that they um, do wrong. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. Okay, so I'm going to hop into the last question on Hawkeye before we move into the next uh, prediction movie thoughts. Um, with more rumors centering around this, there's a lot of rumors that uh, the Netflix cast is coming in from Daredevil and that they're going to start showing up. And then eventually there will be basically uh, I heard there's a, a show called Echo. I don't know who Echo is, um, but I heard we're going to be introduced to her in the I think Hawkeye. And then she's going to get her own solo series. And in that series, they are going to be heavily pushing the cast from Daredevil. So with that being said, I've heard that there is Kingpin uh, with uh uh, is it Vincent DeFario? Um, I think I think that's what his name is. Um, the guy who played Kingpin in the uh, in the in the Dare, Daredevil series. Um, anyways, what are your thoughts on the fact that he may be coming back to play Kingpin in the MCU? What do you think, Micah? Um, I didn't really. Are you talking about the Daredevil series on Netflix? Yeah, so so they're thinking that 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 cast is going to come in to play the Daredevil characters in the MCU. It'd be cool because you know, obviously with with Netflix and like Agents of Shield, for example, like they're going to keep those characters, keep that cast. So it'll be familiar. So I think that would be a great idea. I don't know much about the Daredevil series because I didn't watch it. Okay, um, but you know, again, if they bring in that same cast you know, it's familiar and, and if people liked it, did you like that series? Is it a good series? Oh, it was my favorite. I, I watched all the series. Um, I didn't watch all of the seasons in each series, but I at least watched the first season of every series and daredevil by hands down by far was the best of the Netflix series. Oh. And so having Kingpin, um, I'm really, really excited about it. Um, not just from a familiar aspect, like, uh, and will you're, you're back here now. Um, was was it Vincent DeFario? Was that who played Kingpin? D'Onofrio. Podcast listeners, I love Jordan, but I need. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm actually a nerd. It's Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. Every time. Vincent D'Onofrio. Say it, guys. Let's, let's practice. Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. I got it now. All right. All right so you could so, smack. Me, you could smack me later. But yes, uh, the rumors about him coming back. I take it that's where we. Yeah, we're, that's where we're, we're at place. right now. Is is with with him potentially uh, coming back as Kingpin? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean. It, I mean, if it's true, uh, it would add more credibility to uh, Charlie Cox showing up. I think if he is, I think they're going to wait for the finale. I think h- it, him showing up would be like the finale reveal. Uh, and then they'll say Kingpin will return or like, oh, Charlie Cox will return in Spider-Man No Way Home. Because like, I think they did that like with the Mando. like They had like a special clip or like stuff that was happening in that episode actually was kind of relevant to Rise of Skywalker. And I mean, Disney has been doing this business for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, they know what they're doing. Uh, so I think it'd be very cool. I think it'd be it'd be nice to see that he's like the one bankrolling, like Val getting uh, the Hydra or the Thunderbolts ready to go, um, and just trying to stop Charlie Cox because all this stuff happened in the same timeline. So, I didn't even I don't think know. about it like that. I think that'd be really cool if he was the one bankrolling Val. Um, I didn't. I. I've been trying to think about who would be bankrolling her and, and whatnot, and I didn't even think about if it was Kingpin, because how cool would it be if Kingpin starts bankrolling for the, the Thunderbolts? Because I was like, 
oh, yeah, no, that's going to be like Doc Ock or it's going to be uh, or Green Goblin, but we don't have those guys established yet where if we establish Kingpin, and then it'd be really cool because then Kingpin can get established and, and built into a larger universe this way. Um, and then, then you, I mean, Kingpin is also a, uh, who could bankroll the uh, the Sinister Six, which will come into the next movie. So with that, we're going to move forward into Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, we kind of talked about this in a past podcast, but uh, there's more information. So a um, few questions that I have for you guys. So we're just going to add these in. Um, so spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Venom, Let There Be Carnage, um, go ahead and, and tune out uh, for the rest of this podcast. But if you have, maybe you can add some uh, insight with us. So with this uh the the end credit scene uh we see a multiverse shift um as i as i've been calling it where venom and and tom hardy's eddie brock are are talking and he says there's a hive mind and there's so much knowledge i could like i will give you just a taste and then as he supposedly gives him the taste so that way he could see the multiversal shift happens and he changes from being in the sony verse into the mcu and you hear J. jonah jameson saying hey this is Spider-Man, it's Peter Parker, and Venom, like, Venom's up around uh, Tom Hardy, and he goes and licks the screen, um, and I'm, I'm really excited about that, so what do you think is going to happen with Venom, uh, Micah, what, what do you think is going to happen in the MCU, do you think that, like, he's going to get incorporated as more of a villain, is he going to take that villain approach now, is he, because he's kind of been a anti-hero a killing hero as you more more punisher style um with the the venom movies which i know we've talked he you you haven't seen those um not really interested in that but like do you think that with the mcu and sony and and the purchasing and things like that and all the all the legal stuff do you think that we're gonna see kind of a hey everybody's kind of in the mcu but like sony you take care of the spider-man stuff or we're gonna (laughs) take care of everything else and then when we need you like we'll pull on those characters or how do you think that'll work yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you the same question. Like, obviously, I grew up watching the the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy, and you know, we're going to talk about uh, Topher Grace a little bit uh, with his version of Venom, and even Venom getting Spider-Man and Spider-Man Three. Um, but like, I think you know, clarity goes a long way, and like, it's super confusing the difference between Sony Spider-Man and Marvel Spider-Man, and like. Tom Holland's been allowed, you know, allotted the ability to do what three films for Sony and three films for Marvel, and like there's going to be this, that, and the other. Um, I just wish that Sony would sell <laughs> the rights of Spider-Man I don't disagree to Marvel and Disney and just call it a day. But I don't think that Sony will ever do that. So here go we get, are. Go get yourself but, a paycheck uh, and just give us Spider-Man. Yes, and so, but but to answer your question, like. I agree with what you're saying. Like let Venom do Venom movies and let them do the Sony thing. But yes, they're Marvel characters. Like, and even in like, let's go back to the 2000, early 2000s, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man's like Sony movies and Marvel gets the credit because they're Marvel comics. Right. But Sony owns them. So like, I think they're, they're going to do that. They do that with um, Deadpool, right? They do it with Deadpool. Is Deadpool not Sony, or is it? No, De- Deadpool is. Uh, it was Fox, but now with the Fox merger, it's it's uh, back to yeah, Disney. So, but like same kind of thing, concept wise. You know, Daredevil does his own thing, and he pokes fun at you know the MCU without actually being in the MCU, even though he's in the MCU. Oh, Deadpool, um, yeah, 
you said Daredevil, but yeah, it's yeah. all good. I'm sorry, yeah. Deadpool. Sorry, and um, I think the same thing's going to happen with with Venom, and he can make appearances, and and even with with Tom Holland as Spider Man, like he's just going to be able to jump back and forth between Sony and, and Marvel, and like I just think it's going to get too confusing, in my opinion. But I think it's I think it's cool to have little cameos, and I, I know that we're going to talk about this one a little bit, but like I feel like I'm going to be the devil's advocate in this whole conversation because I think that. It's going to get way too confusing for everybody. Like, with all these villains, with all these different Spider-Mans. Like, nobody's going to know what's going on. <laughs> unless you're a hardcore comic fan. Yeah, that's, that is true. Unless you've seen I think all they're going the to get too carried away with it. Like, we've talked about this with the multiverse and stuff, too. But, like, nobody's going to know what in the world's going on. Like, if, if they, they haven't watched any of the, you know, Tom Holland Spider-Mans or the Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans or even the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans and they show up watch No Way Home in the theaters in December and they're like, why is there three Spider-Mans? And why why are all these villains from different movies in this movie? And why is Doctor Strange there? And yeah. what, Venom too? Like, it's just going to get crazy. Yeah. What about you, Will? Uh, after after the, the post-credit scene, do you think that Venom MCU. is going to be with the MCU as like a main MCU character? Or is he going to be kind of like, hey, we're all in the MCU, but like Sony does stuff where only Spider-Man will acknowledge, but they're all technically in the MCU, like moving forward? I mean, it's hard to tell at this point. I mean, having to sit through that movie twice because uh, I'm a good boyfriend and she wanted to see it. Um, <laughs> the post credit scene, I know a lot of people said saves the movie, but if you're really banking on that post credit scene to save like... This one character, I just, I think with the, the way they were going with Venom, uh, I think Tom Hardy said like, oh, hey, like we want to like make a movie like that the grandmas can see it. And I'm like, Venom was never that. Uh, there's some cool Venom concepts like the scorpion getting it. But like every Venom comic I've picked up uh, when I do check it out, like it's some pretty dark, gruesome stuff. Like you could do, you could get do it in a PG-13 and the first one, they did it solidly. Um but this one, let there be carnage. Like you have like one of the most sadistic Marvel villains, and I feel like he was neutered. If I'm being honest, like I know, like you don't have an R rating for everything. Like I mean, they made Wolverine pretty solid, but I feel like they didn't didn't get. I don't think they gave the same like love and care and attention to this. And then I think like right when Kevin Feige and them gave him an gave them an inch to join the MCU, it was just like. Uh, okay, we're still, we're still gonna we're gonna have butt this. Uh, let there be carnage, so we can have fun in No Way Home. And I mean, I would love to see like the team up and just see where where Eddie gets all those new powers. But I just it just seems very bizarre that this guy, that Eddie Brock now, his motivation. I, I don't know where the motivation is for him to fight Tom Holland unless like whatever Doctor Strange spell is magnetizes him, magnetizes it to him, uh, to fight him or whatnot. Or yeah, I think. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be different. Um, we're gonna have to figure this thing out. So, uh, but I am gonna move over to the next question. So, if Tom Hardy Venom shows up, do you also want to see Toffer Grace Venom show up? Do you feel like it? It's kind of a hey, this needs to happen since all these other villains are showing up, and that's kind of like one of the few villains that hasn't been. Hey, this is happening. What about you? Will? I mean, I'll take, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Because uh, Mike is going like, uh, do I want it? I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm like, no, because I don't. That's I, just... I think, I think one. I think Topher Grace still alive. Yes, Topher yes, is still alive. Yes, and he's editing the prequels to like one condensed movie. It's crazy. Uh, but I think Topher got burnt from Hollywood after like that '70s show and that, and I think like he just wants to do his own thing and. 
I, I think just being like, oh, hey, like, hey, Foreman, you like Star Wars? <laughs> or like, oh, you edited the prequels, can we see it? Or, oh, hey, we, our spotty sense is tingling, if you know what we're saying. Like, I, I'm sure, like, at the time, like, he felt great for, he was going to be, like, in, like, one of the biggest superhero franchises at, at that point. And that movie grossed pretty high until the MCU uh, took over. But numbers, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure he, I'm sure he was asked, but I think he respectively was like, oh, no, no, no. And I think that's why Tom Hardy is now getting the front lines uh, or the Snow Way Home thing. Well, I heard there was a, a conversation. I was actually reading the conversation that he was interviewed and he was asked, hey, are you in this? He said, oh, yeah, I meet up with Sp- uh, meet up with Tom Hardy Venom, kick his butt, and then I go kick all the Spider-Man's butts, and then uh, Batman and Superman show up, and I kick their butts too, and I'm, I'm Venom, and I'm just like... Okay. I'm like, okay, this is either a spoof or you're starting to actually tell us some of the things and then you threw in a few pieces just to throw us off. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And part of me is like, what if he shows up and then, like, becomes Agent Venom? And, like, maybe that's kind of like some of the the ways they go or who who knows what they'll do. Don't do that. Don't give me hope. Sorry, I know, I know, Hawkeye I know. was the last one. I know. I, I I want Agent Venom so bad. I just I'm like you never know what's gonna happen because if Sony Spider Man stuff gets under the Disney banner, you never know what's gonna happen. I'm just like this will be really cool. Okay, uh, next up is do we think we're gonna see Dane DeHaan show up uh, in the MCU as well? Since they're bringing in almost every villain, do you think that Dane DeHaan is gonna show up? Um, and if so, do you think he'll come in as a Hobgoblin? Um, seeing as uh, a lot of the newer Spider-Man cartoons and stuff have, have portrayed Harry as the Hobgoblin instead of Green Goblin 2, um, which is kind of what they, they did with uh, James Franco in the, the original Spider-Man series. So do you want to see Dane DeHaan in there? And I, I have a feeling Mike is going to be like, no, there's already enough villains. Get them out of here. Well, I was laughing because uh, well, and if you look at the post credit scene of Spider-Man 3, what did they what did they the uh, Hobgoblin? The Hobgoblin, not Hobgoblin. It was the Hobgoblin because they couldn't make up their minds what they wanted it to be. And I was just laughing because I thought about that. <laughs> you guys remember that? In the, in the credits, they wouldn't. Um, I'm thinking. Uh, oh, for Spider-Man him. 3, did they did they put no. him as the Hobgoblin? That was something. It wasn't like they were petty about it. And it was if, if, we're, if we're talking about. Raimi Spider-Man, it was New Goblin because he was so new and cool and edgy and had a cool snowboard. But um, that's so no, I'm talking about Spider-Man Three 2007. That's, yeah, what, yeah. that's what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah. Was, thinking... the toys, the toys called him New Goblin, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm just I, like New think... Goblin. Sorry, it wasn't yeah. Hobgoblin. It was called yeah, New so, Goblin. So and they, could, they couldn't iteration... give him the Hobgoblin title. That iteration, they didn't give him the Hobgoblin uh, treatment, but the the new stuff kind of represented the Hobgoblin feel. And I was like, okay, timeout. Are we getting a Hobgoblin here? Because I'm down for that, especially with all the cartoons pushing that Harry would be a Hobgoblin. Um, I was excited about it. So, Will, what about you? All right. All right, I'll I'll try to be quick with it. But uh, Dane DeHaan, I he is such an underrated actor. I mean, Chronicle, like that was like the villain origin story for Green Goblin. But The Amazing Spider-Man Two, like there was so much stuff. Like there was like there's a se- there's a separate Mary Jane subplot that didn't even see the light of day, or been uh, uh, Peter's dad even showing up. And then uh, apparently Dennis, according to Dennis Leary, I I hope it was a joke, but apparently he was gonna give himself a serum in The Amazing Spider-Man Three where he could bring people back to life. I'm just like Ugh. what? 
That's yeah. insanity. Uh, I think Dane DeHaan, I, I think a scene I would love to see is Willem Dafoe team up with that one. And be like, oh, finally, a son I can be proud of. <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that'd be really cool to see. Um, Something like that. So, so more villains equal more problems sometimes, but sometimes the higher the risk, the higher the reward. So do you think that the formation of the Sinister Six is actually going to finally happen after we've had the Sam Rammies try and start to build something? Um, you had the, the Mark Webb series, which that, like, hey, we're doing a Sinister Six. I mean, in the last little bit, you've seen Dane DeHaan's Harry Osborn going, and, like, you see all the numbers, like, with all the all the Sinister Six mech suits and all that. Do you think that we're finally going to get this to happen, or do you think that it's going to be more of a, we're introducing everybody, but we're eventually going to do, like, an actual Sinister Six movie, um, and we're just bringing all these characters in, so, because there's more than six. To be honest, there, there's going to be way more than six villains in this. And I think that what, for me at least, what I think will happen is it's not going to be a Sinister Six as much as it's going to be we're bringing in a ton of villains and we're going to set the stage and the precedence that over the next ten years we're going to push out a ton more Spider-Man movies and he's going to have to face off against other Spider-Mans. Because I don't know if uh, Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield are going to show up. I mean, that's it's still rumor at this point. Um, so which way do you guys think? Is it going to be Sinister Six or they're going to push that for a little bit later. I think it's going to be the latter. I think it's going to be, because I, I was going to, I was just going to say, like, I think like you said more villains, more problems, but I think also if we're talking 2002, 2004 and 2007, you know, Spider-Man one, two and three, I think that they got um, too cute with too many characters and it ended up being a problem and like because spider-man 2 was a fantastic film doc ock was amazing right oh yeah and even green goblin in the early 2002 film was great i loved it but by the time they got to spider-man 3 and you have sandman and you have um Venom, and you have and the you know, new goblin new goblin hog goblin whatever favorite everybody's favorite spider-man villain the new goblin but like honestly like i'm just like i'm a little concerned because like it's only two and a half hours of a movie, unless this movie is going to be four hours long, and I don't think you're going to outdo Endgame. And there's just no way you can put all this in in two and a half hours. And Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, I you just can't. You can't do it. It's just going to be a lot of it's just a, and a lot of it's speculation, right? Yeah. Who's going to show up? What villains are going to show up? And how many times have we watched trailers over the years, boys, where stuff in the trailers don't even happen in the movies? So the like, Hulk showing up in Infinity even... War. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. That's, a, that's an extremely I think, fair point. I think I, I, I'm trying to temper my expectations. I, I've got myself level-headed where I think, like, I don't think Andrew Garfield would lie about not showing up because he, I mean, you've seen the Comic-Con footage when he got announced. Like, he loves that role. I, I, and I, even if he signed an NDA, I think, like, he would, like, choose his words carefully. Uh, so at least sounds like there's some hints of like a web a spin thin in a brewing or something like that. And what I mean, we've it seen with Spider-Man's and being so excited they they share stuff, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, even Tom Holland. Yeah, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire is the only one who probably wasn't like he probably acted more like himself in Spider-Man Three uh, than he probably let on. Uh, if, if you're talking about not 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 that part, the him being when the symbiote takes over a little bit. <laughs> 
because uh, if you've seen the footage, like obviously paparazzi's are uh, a scum of a scum of the earth. I mean, yeah, they're doing their job in quotes. Uh, but like that footage, I've seen it more on TikTok now, where they're just like, where they're in the way, it's like, get out of the way! I'm trying to drive. You're flashing my eyes, idiots, and cursing and all that. I'm just like, uh, and then I've seen a lot of that in Spider-Man Three. I'm like, eee. I think though, with the Christmas weekend that Star Wars had, you you gotta do something big. Like, if we're doing Spider-Man this early back on after Far From Home, and you get that weekend, I think we're having some form of the Sinister Six, even if there are more villains and whatnot there. But maybe some people are trying to help, and maybe Venom wants to help, or, like, Eddie just wants to do the right thing, and maybe Doc Ock, since he did uh, have some redemption, thinks, like, oh, hey, maybe if I help Peter, I can get my Rosie back, and all this other stuff. Uh uh, but I think you don't you don't get that Christmas day and celebrate the holidays and ring it in without doing something that big. It doesn't have to be in game level, but I think it's going to be pure insanity, and we're our 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 minds are not ready for it. That's fair. All right. I also think I also think leading into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, like Doctor Strange is going to have to play a major role in this to get him to his movie, right? So like, I think it. I you know I would say I want to agree with you, but I wonder if they're going to make him play a big enough role that they can leave it open because the next movie is sort of Doctor like Thor Ragnarok when he made that, that brief appearance and he was yeah. just there for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Which still totally blows my mind that he had the yellow gloves in that moment, but then has not worn the <laughs> yellow gloves since. And I'm just like, come on, dude, throw those gloves on, be a real sorcerer Supreme. Um, but no, uh, what do you think that we're going to see more Spider-Man show up? Like if we're going to have more villains, is it going to be easier to do more of a into the spider verse? Uh, we were kind of talking about how, how Andrew Garfield hasn't said that he's going to be in it. He's actually saying the opposite, but um, do you think we're going to see more Spider-Man like Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, uh, maybe Nicholas Cage uh, reprising his role or John Mulaney uh, coming back to play Spider-Man noir and Spider-Ham respectively. Do you think those guys will come back? Do we think Emma Stone will come in? Uh, as a different universe, uh, uh, Gwen Stacy to be like Spider Gwen or Ghost Spider. Um, do we think we're going to see Miles Morales? Um, what are your thoughts on that, Micah? I think, I think they have to be careful <laughs> just to not confuse people, right? Like, I think that ultimately it would be cool. Like, Jordan, you and I and Will have watched all of these, but like maybe my brother who hasn't seen any of the newer movies know anything about that right so like um all that to say i think that like if they do the multiverse which is obviously where they're going with this yeah that um they they toe the line they do like we talked about with the eternals you know almost an hour ago now but (laughs) the the idea of layering things to the point of like okay if they're gonna have Maguire go back to the you know the early 2000s where Toby Maguire was and kind of ask him for his help during that time and you know and, and the sequence of Spider-Man during that era instead of having them all together at the same time in the same year in the same moment if that makes sense like I think I it can easily be a time travel movie and 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 you know Tom Holland Spider-Man is going to have to go back in time and ask for their help because he's had you know, he's never had to face Doc Ock, and he's never had to face the Green Goblin, and he's or, never had to do the Hobgoblin or any of that stuff. Maybe not necessarily a time travel, but a multiverse. Like he's gonna like jump from one yeah, like, universe. Yeah. Yep. Um, which I think it would be cool too. Uh, yeah. No, that 
I like that. I mean, the, the, the great part about this, and like as we, we begin to you know wind down with this podcast, I think the cool thing is that we don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The bad thing is that we don't know, right? But the cool thing is that you know we can sit here and speculate all day long. Are they going to have three Spider-Mans? Are they going to have six Spider-Mans? Are they going to have six villains? Are they going to have 16 villains? Are they going to have one villain you know, and they screwed Strange? with us you know, the entire like, time? You know well, I mean? it, like, is, it is interesting that they get Sam Raimi to do Multiverse of Madness and then this movie comes out just a little bit before. I'm just saying, I think Sam Raimi, exactly. uh, I'm sure I'm sure MC, the MC was just like, hey, Raimi boy, uh, can you uh, talk about Tobey Maguire? I know he's uh, probably, it's all done with the soups, but uh, if you can get him in, uh, we'll make, we'll, back two trucks up to your house it's true wink wink it's going to be such a hot mess that uh when they get to dr strange 2 in the multiverse of madness dr strange is going to have to have wanda to help fix the mess of oh yeah and i I have no doubt that even loki will have to kind of come in and help loki's supposed to be in 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 multiverse of madness too yeah so you're you're gonna it's gonna be like that that meme we talked about i think at last week or two weeks ago we were we were like Get in, nerd. Get We're in. going to mess up the multiverse. Get in, nerd. We're going to go screw up the multiverse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think that's going to be fun. Um, I'm more a fan of the meme of, like, Doctor Strange looking like, like a very exasperated mom. And, then like, Loki's head and Wanda are, like, two kids, like, messing uh, up yes. with everything. And it's just, like, yes, like uh, uh, people messing up the multiverse. All right. So I'm going to ask my last question. Um, we are. This is our longest podcast. I, it's been fun. I, I keep having to check the clock to try and get us a little bit quicker. Um, so last yeah. question. With the rumors that Charlie Cox is coming to the MCU as Daredevil, do you expect him to show up? Um, he's been shown on set. Um, do you expect him to suit up, uh, to be there, or is he going to be a lawyer? Um, and if he comes as the lawyer and he's coming in in that regards, in that aspect, do you think that we're also going to see his partner uh, in the lawyer business, uh, Foggy Nelson? So, Michael, we'll start with you real quick before Will hops in. Um, again, <laughs> I feel like this is just, I'm not trying to be negative at all, but I feel like if it well, depends let, on who all is in the movie. Let's say it this I, way. It would be more of a cameo appearance, just like a... Yes. I would say that it would be a cameo as a lawyer. That's what I wrote down as my answer. Gotcha. That If that were the case, simply because if they do everything else that we've talked about or any variation or variant of what we've talked about, then you almost have to do that as a cameo. Yeah, I agree with you. I think you're going to have to, they're going to have to pick and choose and they're going to have to figure it all out. But I think that's the way to go is just have foggy and, and, uh, and and uh, uh matt murdoch uh have those guys come in and just be there just for a hot second just to fix uh just some lawyer stuff maybe that be his counsel or something like that do. you know take a do jordan at the end of this movie and have a have a to be continued just like in back to the future that would be cool if that set up like <laughs> spider-man 4 and it was just like a hey we're sticking a pen because this was not long enough and that's how multiverse of madness starts <laughs> Is the end of this movie. The cliff. Just a cliff of them pushing all this crap off of a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Push. What if we just take Bikini Bottom? Oh, no, no, no. It's it's, it's going to be Tobey Maguire on the subway holding the people oh. with his web. Just doing the whole... He's trying to stop it. He's like, no, guys, we can't do this. And they're like, no. That'd be great. Well, guys, thank you so, so much. Uh, Will's, Will's finishing up a, a phone call at the moment. Um, he's got some stuff he's doing, but... Uh, guys, thank you so much for being a part of this. This was an absolute blast. Uh, love kind of 
seeing what's happening and and you know once all this comes through we'll we'll go through and rewatch this and and figure out what worked and what didn't um see what we've got right and what what we missed uh so with that again thank you so much for being a part of this uh we love having you guys here and for all of our listeners thank you so much for supporting us and listening every week uh it, it's just it encourages me to be a better podcaster and a better uh just person to, to to bring content um love doing this stuff so thank you so much make sure to like and subscribe and even share uh so that way we get more listeners and just see where this thing goes so thank you guys and we will catch you guys next week on nerd talk